1: I am Davey Hudson alongside former Titan Denard Walker. And I wish I had good news for you all, but unfortunately I don't. Titans drop one to the Jets 27-24 to 24 in overtime. Not a great performance. I wouldn't even say a good performance because when you look at it, Titans had so many opportunities and just dropped the ball in several situations. But Denard and I are going to break it down. But before we get into that, I want to ask, do you believe? I know you're probably not believing as much right now as you did this time last week, or hell, even four hours before the game started. But anyway, we would like to say that Believe in Titans is presented by Bet Online. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action. With a new, updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contest, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Your pockets are probably, if you're like me, a little less heavy after that one. Had the had the under at that point, Denard. I was hoping if like if the Titans aren't going to win the game or at least tie it, like let's just not even score a touchdown right here. Let's just go home early. I can at least say the under hit at that point. It would have been 24 to 17. I would have been fine, but. Titans, they gave me hope and then uh, ripped it away at the end. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. D, I'll throw it to you. Of course, I want to know how you're doing. If you're like me, it's not as great. But how are you doing? And then talk me off the ledge right now, Denard. I mean, just give me just give me your initial thoughts, man.
0: Woo! Well, let's just say when it rains, it pours. But man, it, it that left me speechless today because the team that we were breaking down, the New York Jets, uh, they look like the Tennessee Titans <laughs> and vice versa. But D, I'm always harping on the word disparity. I know you get tired of me saying that, but, and I'm always telling you, I said, Debo, I don't care. Never look at the record because it's not a reflection of the team. And I want to say congratulations to the New York Jets and that franchise because those players, they came to play today. Uh, this game is a game about attrition. That's what football is. It's a, a game that was made for young men to get ready for war when it first started in New Jersey. And today, those guys on that field, those players, they went to battle. So for head coach Robert Soleil, getting his first victory today was huge against a team that was very hot. So, again, sometimes you have to give credit where credit is due. What a great performance today by the Jets. So, Davey. You you just got to sometimes give it up, and, and you have to know how to lose. When you lose, you got to be humble about it.
1: What are you doing? I mean, you got to find a way to bounce back, and we'll talk about this coming week on our next episode. But, D, when I look at it, the great teams win these games. And for whatever reason, while the Titans, I think, are a good team, and while they should still win the AFC South, when you just kind of look around, it's a team that seems to always play to their competition. And that can be a good thing or it can be a bad thing simply based off who you're playing. We talked about it. You mentioned it earlier, the Cincinnati game last season. You go into that one thinking, hey, this is a team we're better than. But at the end of the day, the scoreboard does not reflect that. Well, I mean, simply like you just go back on paper, Tennessee is a better team than Cincinnati was last year. And I think when we go back and we look at the records for both of these teams at the end of this season, we're going to say the Titans were a better team than the New York Jets, but they just did not capitalize in this moment. And what we should probably say is, granted, the Titans did not have their two star wideouts and A. J. Brown and Julio Jones. Both those guys were out. But the biggest thing for me, Denard, was just that the Titans early on, you go and we're up nine to zero. And the thing was, on those three field goals, you just a couple of times you just stalled in the red zone. You weren't able to actually punch it in for a touchdown. And I, I think if you're able to convert on at least two of those, you get up 17-0, to zero, you might be able to take the wind out of the Jets, and they're not able to salvage some sort of a comeback. But when you give them an opportunity to stick around, they make things happen. They were able to get Zach Wilson comfortable. Uh, Titans' pass rush wasn't what we had seen in the last couple of games. And on the other side, the Titans' offensive line and pass protection just completely broke down. We allowed seven sacks, and Ryan Tannehill a couple times held onto the ball too long, but still... Titans were not able to convert on third down, and he seemed to be kind of having to scramble knowing we don't have our key wideouts, so somebody else has got to step up, and we didn't really see anybody come in and just kind of take over from the receiving position. You look at it on the at the end of the day, Ryan Tannehill, 30 of 49, 298 yards. He did have one touchdown, but as I mentioned, the seven sacks, that cost him 45 yards. Trying to get Derrick Henry involved, 33 carries, 157 yards, one touchdown. Average 4.8 a carry. Late, I mean, I'm sure the Titans would have loved to have continued to try to run it with Derek, but the time just did not permit for that to happen. So, it's just, it's frustrating, and hopefully this is a learning moment for this team. D, when when you do look at this game, what was the biggest issue for you on the offensive side of the ball for the Titans?
0: Okay, well, we're gonna start. First of all, you got a long list. You just oh, like, I got a long list. Okay. <laughs> I got a long list. You want to hear? It? You want to hear it? Yeah, man. I'll, because I, 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 can I would tell love you to get your insight. A W in this league and an L, and it starts with. Let's go in the first quarter. I'm always telling you, Debo, that the way you can tell within the first quarter set or the first half of the game, you can tell how this Titan teams um, how they're going to fare out over the course of, of four quarters. And I thought for the most part, they came out with a sense of urgency, but so did New York. And that's how you're supposed to play. Unfortunately, they had a miscue because it started off with, let's say the score was three to zero. And in this game, it's all about making sure you capitalize on every possession, because if you don't, it will hurt you. So Ben Jones goes out and that was huge. Losing. Uh, big band because he went out with a shoulder injury, and Aaron Brewer steps in, and it was a third and one. And we saw what happened with the miscue of the snap, goes over Ron Head. So now this is a team that was going in. I'm talking about the Titans, it looked like they were going in and score. Instead, they had to settle for three points, which made it six to zero. And then you think about the next series after the pick by Christian Fulton when Corey fell down. What happened? Go a third down and six again. And they had great protection. The problem was no receiver could get open. The Jets was playing really great coverage, and it ended up in a sack. And so now they had to settle for another 36-yarder, who Randy Bullock, by the way, had a great game. And so the score could have been 17-0 at halftime. Instead. It was nine to seven. And so what happens, and I said this, Debo, If if you let a team, a young, inexperienced team that is struggling, you allow, if you allow them to create a spark, what's going to happen? It's going to start a fire, and that's exactly what happened. They allowed that team to stay in the game, and when you look at the third quarter coming into the third quarter, sometimes that first series in the third quarter will tell you how that half is going to go. And you remember it was the first time in the third quarter that the Titans actually took a shot, one shot the whole game. And let me just say this, was great coverage because he actually had Josh open on the fade route, but the defensive back on that play made a great play. And it pretty much summed up the whole whole ball game because New York secondary played an excellent game. We thought coming in and we thought wrong that – chester we thought josh and cam was better than this new york secondary and in this game it's all about matchups and you have to give it up for bryce hall he played and he was explosive instinctive uh brandon eccles they absolutely shut our receiving court down so you have to get credit where credit is due they won their matchups and that's what this game sometimes it comes down to
1: were there a couple of opportunities where you thought the receivers should have made a catch and they just didn't? I I kind of look back. No. I I mean, I I do for, there were a couple of plays. I thought Ferkser really struggled in his debut back. I thought there was one. It would have been a difficult catch, but if he catches that ball and goes in, we're looking at a touchdown and it's, I mean, it could be a different story of us sitting here. Uh, I mean, obviously we we can talk about it. We know that if this team does have Julio, if this team does have AJ, this is not going to be what we see. But again, if you don't have those pieces, we can tell that, this team's not going to be able to go far, uh, just simply looking at it. I don't understand exactly what it was that the Jets were able to do that the Titans' pass protection just completely broke down. I mean, I know they were sending a lot of stunts, but still, this is not a, a unit that should be getting beat that bad. I know Brewer came in, kind of, kind of talked about it for Ben Jones. Ben Jones eventually got back out there, but they were just they were winning the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. I know we've just been talking about the, the Titans' offense, But we look on the Titans' defense, D, pulled up the stats. We have one sack, Harold Landry.
0: Harold Landry, great game today, Bobby Carroll.
1: But you look at the Titans and their defense, they are only credited with one quarterback hit. So what was Shane Bowen's game plan in your mind? Was it something where you thought they were sending the blitzes like they should have? I know we say with the young quarterbacks, blitz, blitz, and blitz, and more. But when you look at this game plan, if they were blitzing, they weren't making much of an impact seeing as they only had one quarterback hitting one sack on the day.
0: Well, you know what? Go, when you go into halftime and score nine to seven, I do believe your defense is playing well. You don't necessarily have to generate a lot of pressure, especially when you're dealing with a mobile quarterback like Zach Wilson. And when you're going into the fourth quarter and the score is 10 to nine, I'm thinking my defense is playing pretty good. The problem is, is that Mike LaFleur, who the brother of former offensive Titans offensive coordinator, Matt LaFleur, who is the Green Bay head coach, he needed to he, he needed to find a spark on that offense because they were stagnant pretty much the second half until right about, about three or four minutes left in the half. Now, Davey, what happened was <laughs> somebody came back and bit this team. And his number is number 84. Can you guess which player that is on the Jets?
1: Corey had a great day, and I mean, oh this, my goodness! This uh, the secondary. I mean, Fulton got him one time, was able to Corey slipped. Fulton got the yeah, pick. Yeah, Corey slip. But against these other guys, I mean, Corey took advantage of him. He was the leading receiver for the Jets. Four receptions, 111 yards, had that uh, one touchdown, and it was just easy to see that he was able to take advantage.
0: You know what, D? When I, you know, I'm a former cornerback, so I, I can tell you. When I looked at the secondary, in the first half, they played pretty good. Now, Corey kind of took over in the second quarter with about 10 minutes left in the half. Remember when he caught that? It was a third down. It was a third and 10. He catches the out route on Janoris. I love Janoris, but I think Janoris wasn't physical today with Corey. They just didn't challenge the receivers, and I had a problem with that. Listen, these two corners, they're great. They play better when they're closer to the man in man-to-man coverage. They tried to play off, and all of a sudden, Corey was lighting them up. You can't play off on CD. CD will basically eat me for lunch. And you go back. You think about the play where uh, Christian ended up missing that tackle was actually a delayed blitz and crew shank, and so it left that one-on-one on the edges. The problem is, is that the difference between New York and Tennessee secondary. Is they didn't allow any explosive plays on the back end, which means New York didn't give up anything behind them. They kept everything in front of them. We kept getting beat. It was almost identi- identical to the Arizona game. And when you allow explosive plays, you remember the 50 yard bomb to Keelan Cole? You know, in the third quarter, it was a third and six. It was a 50 yard game. You cannot win like that in this league, Debo. And I don't know what Janoris was thinking, but you, you it just, his game is physical. It's its getting closer to the receiver. And when they played off today, that's really where Corey started lighting him up. And and I'm just, you know, I was just like out of words, like, what's going on? You guys play better. Look at the Seattle game when you watch Janoris on DK. You're talking about one of the premier, not, I forgot, he'd probably be the best receiver in the league, how he got up there and he challenged DK. They didn't really challenge Corey. I don't know why. And that's what bothered me today.
1: They gave Zach Wilson too many opportunities for a guy that had been struggling. You look at it, they scored 27 points in today's game. 24 in regulation. So they scored 24 points in regulation against this team. The first three games combined, they had only scored 20 points. So you gave up more points today than they had scored all season. That's that's an issue in my mind. And I think a lot of it does go back to, D, you're talking about giving Corey too much time, but they decided they were going to be more physical than you, and they won the game because of their physicality. You look at the guys that they had playing on that defense, and we, we had a ton more plays than they did when you really set set back and look at it, but... Uh, the guys we did say on defense for them that were going to make an impact were the ones that made an impact. Quinn and Williams, C.J. Mosley, both led the team with 10 solo tackles. But I harped on it earlier. I went back. I was like, so we got one hit on Zach Wilson, a rookie that had been struggling. He made the one mistake. But I'm like, well, how many quarterback pressures did we have against us? And Ryan, had, Ryan was hit 14 times, seven of which were sacks. So when you know you're already at a disadvantage looking at the receiver position, and you don't do anything to help your quarterback out. A lot of that, in my mind, is coaching. Because, I, I mean, the game plan, it just didn't boil down to where it was a situation. You were putting your guys in favorable position. So, Denard, you talk about it all the time. This game is won in the trenches, and that was very evident today.
0: Bryce Huff, John Franklin Myers, Sheldon Rankins all played well. And not to mention, number 56, Quincy Williams, a third-year pro out of Murray State. Woo! Man, my man came to play today. He, he looked like... A young LeVar Arrington. I had a chance to play against LeVar. Number 56 for the Jets today played lights out football. It was really exciting to see him. But you know what, Davey? It's not all about coaching. It's players got to go on the field and play. And this unit, especially when I look at the defensive unit in the second half, they're much better than this. And I was disappointed to see that the defensive backs, in particular, I am looking at the corners, they didn't get up on the receivers. When this team is playing really good football, especially in the back half, they're challenging receivers. They're getting on guys, press man to man. They just, I don't know for what reason, it was almost as if Corey was Randy Moss. You know, it was like teams were like, you know, it was like, I want you to play off and you can't always do that. So, it, you know, it's a, it just wasn't a good day for the Titans. But I think this is a team that's, they're going to bounce back deep. You know, when they're hit with some form of adversity, they come back the next week with vengeance on the next team. Unfortunately, that will be Jacksonville.
1: They do, and I'm just hoping that we don't see a situation like we did where a quarterback, rookie quarterback, had been struggling and then he seems to get it right against the Titans because that's the last thing you can do. The Jags, well, I don't think they're good, they do have a couple of days of extra rest coming off of them playing on Thursday night, so... We'll see what they're able to do when they get out there. Uh, D, finally, we, we've talked about the offense and the defense, and outside of that, the the really only other area to talk about, special teams. Brett Kern inactive before the game. Johnny Townsend gets out there. I I don't know what it is, Denard, but whenever we decide to go and get another punter, his first punt went 12 yards. And it's, it's one of those things, man. I mean, you get to it with field position, but we continue to shoot ourselves in the foot. I'm not going to put a whole lot on randy on this one i mean he was three from four he needs to hit that 49 yarder there's no ifs ands or buts about it but prior to that it's just one of those things like if i'm a titans fan i don't want to put it on the kicker and that's exactly what we did granted your kicker needs to come through for you but as we have seen it's just one of those things i just don't feel confident at that position no matter when it is it's i just sit there and i'm like i'm not expecting this to go in and today whenever it mattered most to hopefully get you to at least a 2-1-1 one one record didn't come through.
0: Yeah, but you got to look at it like this. And he's the one that kept us in the game. Without those three field goals, then we're not even having this discussion. So you have to look at it both ways. This is a total team effort. And it's also a total team loss. And you can't point fingers. Unfortunately, what happens is when you lose a game like this, that you think that you're supposed to have this. Listen, there's no gimmies in this league. I, I keep telling, I tell you that all the time listen, throw records out of the way. And I always throw stats out of the window. And the reason that I do that is because if you walk into some alliance den and expect a line just to roll over and say, huh, come over here and just take over, that's not going to happen. In college, it's not going to happen in the National Football League. The Jets fans today, they got behind that organization. They got behind that team. And I tell you what, and I told you, it's going to be a rowdy, rowdy place. When you go up there and up in the. i you, when you go up there in New York, In that stadium, it's loud, and they basically fed off their 12th men, which was their fans today. Listen, the Jets, when you look at the Tennessee Titans on paper, they are a better football team. But if that doesn't translate to the field, I don't care who you are. You can be the 1981 San Francisco 49ers. If you don't come to play, you will get beat in this league. There's no disparity. You have to remember that those guys on the other team, they get paid as well. So... Players always, listen, they, they call it trap games. There's no such thing as a trap game in the National Football League. When you look at Quentin Williams, the third-year pro out of Alabama, he's an All-American. We, we Both of us know him from his playing days. Listen, Davey, this guy has the potential to be a great Hall of Fame player one day if he continues to uh, mature and get better. But you talking about Brian Huff, all these guys, John Franklin Myers, you know what? I think they listened to our podcast and how we were so critical of their play. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's like, you know what? A light went off and you know where that comes from. It comes from your coach. It comes from the coaches. And you just because you're on three, that doesn't mean that the season is over. This is a team that still, listen, they can get going. And this is a team that could be in the playoffs. We never, you just don't know. So again, remember I don't care what happens. You're going into Jacksonville. Forget about the record. You've got to take care of your business by taking care of yourself.
1: Yeah, Denard, uh, you have to take care of yourself. Fortunately, though, the rest of the AFC South has been struggling. The Colts did get their first one today against Miami. That one was in Miami, able to take advantage of Jacoby Brissett, preparing for him. The Dolphins offense was stagnant for majority of the day, and the Colts come out on top. Uh, the Jaguars, as we talked about, they lost to the Bengals on Thursday night. That's who we get this upcoming week. And this is definitely going to be an opportunity for the Titans to bounce back. You look at the Texans. Uh, whew, they lost 40-0 to to the Buffalo Bills. Titans do have the Buffalo Bills on Monday night two weeks from now. But speaking of Monday night, the Colts will be traveling to Baltimore to take on the Ravens next Monday night. It's a game we hope the Ravens are able to win and continue to just take advantage of a poor AFC South. But D, I will. I'll give you the closing thoughts. Titans obviously not able to get it done today. They fall to two and two on the season after a twenty-seven to twenty-four overtime loss. Uh, first time in six overtime appearances the Titans lost. I mean, they they had a good run going for them. It ended today, and it's one of those things to where all you can do now is bounce back because that performance just isn't going to cut it from anyone in that building. And I think they know it, and hopefully. Mike Vrabel's able to get the most out of his team whenever they come back this following weekend.
0: Yeah, first we need some guys to heal up because this offensive line today was banged up. Taylor LeWan, Roger Sappho, Ben Jones, those guys. They played it was a gritty performance, but they man, whew. I tell you, that 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 defensive line today from New York was mad. And D, I, I just, again, it's What you have to do in this league, sometimes you have to take a long look at yourself. And if you don't have the playmakers, then it's just like we saw today. If you're New York, that's what you're supposed to do. You you let your front go hunt, and then you allow your back, especially knowing that a receiver can't get past you. You go out there and you just let them just go at it. But what you have to do to get back on track in this league, first of all, you have to get your guys healthy. I don't care who you are in this league. If you don't have your playmakers, you don't have a chance to win in this league. If you talk, if you take away Chandler Jones or DeAndre Hopkins from that Arizona team, they don't stand a chance in in an NFC West. You look at teams that are successful, you know, go to Oakland. They don't have their quarterback plan, Derek Carr and vice versa. George Waller, those players, David, we got to get healthy uh, for us. AJ and Julio without those two, you can't sit there and run screens in this league and expect to win a game, or expect your defense like the 2000 Ravens to carry you through uh, until those guys uh, get back. So it's all about your health. Your health is your wealth in this league, and without that, you don't stand a chance at winning.
1: Very well said, Denard. We'll be back. We'll be back later this week. We will be teaming up with the Believe in Jags pod, so we're going to have James and Phil back on. Get to talk to them as far as what they've seen under the Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence era in Jacksonville but that is going to wrap it up for us today Denard I know it wasn't on the best of terms but as always my friend I enjoy getting to talk with you pick your brain about this team and fortunately, quick turnaround man next week be back at it so Titans got to get right and like you said hopefully they're able to get healthy but hey But that is going to wrap it up for us. You have been listening to Believe in Titans, presented by Bet Online on the Believe Podcast Network. For Denard Walker, I am Davey Hudson, and as always, tighten up. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We are available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can follow along... To keep up with all the latest titans information on twitter at belief titans that's b-l-e-a-v-t-i-t-a-n-s and hey if you're interested in advertising on the show please contact believe at believe.com for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus